Hey, what's up, Antonia? So I'm going to be reading The Basic Tools, and that is a continuation of The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity. The Basic Tools. There are two pivotal tools in, cre uh, in creative recovery, the morning pages and the artist date. A lasting creative awakening requires the consistent use of both. I like to introduce them both immediately and at sufficient lengths to answer most of your questions. The chapter explains these tools carefully and in depth. Please read it with special care and begin to immediately use the use of both tools. The morning pages. In order to retrieve your create in order to retrieve your creativity, you need to find you need to find it. I ask you to do this by an uh, an apparently pointless process I call the morning pages. I ask you to do this by an apparently pointless process I call the morning pages. You will do the pages daily through through the through all the weeks of the course and I hope much longer. I have been doing them for a decade now and I have students who have worked with them nearly that long and who would no more abandon them than breathing. Guinea, a writer-producer, credits the morning pages with inspiration for her recent screenplay and clarity in planning her ne network specials. I'm superstitious about them now. Uh, let me try that again. Guinea, a writer-producer, credits the morning pages with inspiration for her recent screenplay and clarity in planning her network specials. I'm superstitious about them now, she says. When I was editing my last special, I would get up at 5 a.m. to get them done before I went to work. What are morning pages? Put simply, the morning pages are three pages of long, uh, long handwriting, strictly stream of consciousness. Uh, strictly stream of consciousness. Oh God, another morning I have nothing to say. <clears throat> I need to wash the currents. Did I get my laundry yesterday? Blah, blah, blah. They might also more ingloriously be called the brain drain, since that is one of their main functions. There is no wrong way to do morning pages. This, uh, These daily morning me uh, meanderings are not meant to be art or even writing. I stress that the point to reassure the non-writers working with this book, writing is simply one of the tools. Pages are meant to be simply the act of moving the hand across the page and writing down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is too pretty, too silly, too stupid, or too weird to be included. The morning pages are not supposed to sound smart, although sometimes they might, most times they won't, and nobody will ever know except you. Nobody is allowed to read your morning pages except you. And you shouldn't even read them yourself for the first eight weeks or so. Just write these three pages and stick to them in a, stick them into an envelope. Or write three pages in a spiral notebook and don't and don't leaf back through. Just writ, write three pages and write three more pages the next day. September 30th, 1991. Hey, that's when I was born. Over the weekend from uh dominica's biology project she and i went bug hunting on the rio grande and plot creek we collected water crawlies and butterflies i made a crimson homemade butterfly net that was quite functional although although dragonflies eluded us to our dismay we did not catch the tarantula strolling down the dirt road near our house we just enjoyed spotting it. Although occasionally colorful, the morning pages are often negative, frequently fragmented, often self-pitying, repetitive, stilled or babyish, angry or bland, even silly sounding. Good. October 2nd, 1991. I am up and I have a headache and I have taken aspirin and feel a little better, although still shaky. I may have the flu after all. I am getting to the bottom of <laughs> I'm getting to the bottom of a lot of unpacking and still no teapot from Laura whom I am sorely missing. What a heartbreak. <clears throat> 
All that angry, whiny, petty stuff that you write down in the morning pages stands between you and your creativity. Worrying about the job, the laundry, the funny knock in the funny knock in the car, the weird look in your lover's eyes. This stuff, excuse me, uh, the weird look in your lover's eyes. This stuff eddies through our subconscious and muddies our day. Get it on the page. The morning pages are the primary tool of creativity, creative recovery. As blocked artists, we tend to criticize ourselves mercilessly, even if we look like functioning artists to the world. We feel never, uh, we we feel we never do enough, or what we do isn't right. We are victims of our own inter internalized perfection, a nasty internal and eternal uh critic the the censor who resides in our left brain and keeps us constant stream of subversive remarks that are often disguised as the truth the censor the censor says wonderful things like you call that writing what a joke you can't even punctuate if you haven't done it by now you will uh, never will you can't even spell what makes you think you can be creative and on and on. Make this rule. Always remember that your censor negative opinions are not the truth. This takes practice by spilling out spilling out of bed and straight onto the page every morning. You learn to evade the censor because there is no wrong way to write the morning pages. The censor's opinion doesn't count. Let your censor rattle and it will. Just keep your hand moving across the page. Write down the censor's thoughts if you want. Note how it loves to aim at your creative juggler. Jugular. Make no mistake, the censor is out to get you. It is a cunning foe. Every time you get smarter, so does it. So you wrote one good play, the censor tells you that that's all there is. So you drew your first sketch, the censor says, it's not Picasso. Think of your censor as a, as a cartoon serpent, slithering around your creative, eating, hissing vile things to keep you off guard. It is a serpent. Doesn't it, it's, if, a, if a serpent doesn't appeal to you, you might want to find a good cartoon image of your censor. Maybe the shark from Jaws and put X through it. Post it where you tend to write or the inside cover of your notebook. Just making the censor into the nasty, clever little character that it is being to Let me try that again. Just making the censor into the nasty, clever little character that is that it is being it begins. Let me try it one more time. Just making the censor into the nasty, clever little character that is begins to pry loose some of its power over you and your creativity. The quotes are as such. Words are a form of action capable of influencing change. You need to claim the events of your life to make yourself yours. A mind too active is no mind at all. The events in our lives happen in a sequence in time, but in their significance to ourselves, they find their own order the continuous thread of revelation. <clears throat> More than one student was tacked up and unfluttering picture of the parents responsible for the sensor's installation in his or her physique and called that his or her sensor. The point is to stop taking the sensor as the voice of reason and learn to hear it for the blocking device that it is. Morning pages will help you do this. Morning pages are non-tangible. Never skip or skim on morning pages. Your mood doesn't matter. The rotten things your sensor says doesn't matter. We have the idea that we need to be in the mood to write. We don't. Morning, morning pages will teach you that your mood doesn't really matter. Some of the best creative work gets done on the day when you feel that everything you're doing is just plain junk. 
the morning pages will teach you to stop judging and just let yourself write. So what if you're tired, crabby, distracted, stressed? Your artist is a child and it needs to be fed. Morning pages feed your artist child. Your, so write your morning pages. Three pages of whatever crosses your mind, that is all there is to it. If you can't think of anything to write, then write, I can't think of anything to write. Do this until you have filled three pages. Do anything until you have filled three pages. When people ask, why do you, why do we write morning pages? I joke, to get to the other side. They think I am kidding, but I'm not. Morning pages do get us to the other side. The other side of our fear, our negativity, our moods, all over. Above all, they get us beyond our censor. Beyond the reach of the censor's babble, we find our own quiet center. The place where we hear the still, small voice that is once our creator's and our own. Let's say that one time. Beyond the reach of the censor's babble, we find our own quiet center. The place where we hear the still, small voice that is one, at once our creator's and our own. A word is in order here, but logic brain and the artist brain, logic brain is our brain of choice in the Western Hemisphere. It is the categorical brain. It, it thinks in a neat linear fashion. As a rule, logic brain perceives the world according to known categories. A horse is certainly a combination of, an, uh, of animal parts that make up a horse. A fall forest is viewed as a series of colored and add up uh, that a series of colors that add up to fall forest it looks at a fall forest and notes red orange yellow green gold logic brain was was and is our survival brain and it works known principles anything unknown is perceived as wrong and possibly dangerous logic brain likes to think to be neat little soldiers marching in in a straight line logic brain is the brain we usually listen to especially when we are telling ourselves to be sensible logic brain is our sensor our second and third and fourth thoughts face with an original sentence phrase painting squiggles it says what the hell is that that's not right Artist brain is our inventor, our child, and our own personal absent-minded professor. Artist brain says, hey, that is so neat. It puts odd things together, boats equals waves and walkers. It likes calling a speeding GTO a wild animal. The black howling wolf pulled into the driveway and into the drive-in. The artist brain is our creative holistic brain. It is the partners and shadings it is the patterns and shadings. It sees a fall forest and thinks, wow, leaf bouquet, pretty gold, glit, shimmery, earth skin, king's carpet. Artist brain is associative and freewheeling. It makes new connections, yoking together images to invoke meaning, like the North, like the North Smith, the North Smith calling a boat wave horse. In Star Wars, the name Skywalker is a lovely artist brain flash. Why all the all this logic brain, artist brain talk? Because the morning pages teach logic brain to stand aside and let artist brain play. The sensor is a part of our leftover survival brain. It was the part in charge of deciding whether it was safe for us to leave the forest and go out to into the meadows. Our sensor scans our creative meadows for any dangerous beasties, any dangerous beasties. Any original thought can look pretty dangerous to our sensor. The only sentence paintings, sculptures, photographers, it, it, the only sentences, paintings, sculptures, photog uh, photographs, it likes are the ones that it has seen many times before. Safe, safe sentences, safe paintings, not exploratory blurred squiggles or jotting. Listen to your sensor and it will tell you that everything original is wrong, dangerous, and rotten. Who would be blocked if every time you tiptoed into the open the open into the open, somebody, your sensor, made fun of you? 
The morning pages will teach you to stop listening to the ridicule. They will allow you to detach from your negative sensor. It may be useful for you to think of the morning pages as meditation. It may not be the practice of meditation you're accustomed to. Uh, the quote says here, poetry often enters through the window of irrelevance. Accustomed to. You may in fact not be accustomed to meditation at all. The pages may not seem spiritual or even meditative, more like negative and materialistic. Actually, but there are a valid form of meditation that gives us insight and helps us affect changes in our, in our lives. Let's take a look at what, at what we stand to gain by meditating. There are many ways of thinking about meditation. Scientists think of it in terms of the brain hemisphere and shunting techniques. We move from logic brain to artist brain, from fast to slow, shallow to deep, management consultant in pursuit of corporate physical health, have learned to think of meditation primarily as a stress ma management technique. Spiritual seekers choose to view the process as a gateway to God. Artists and creativity mavens approve of it as a conduit for higher creative insight. All, all of these notions are true as far as they go. They do not go far enough. Yes, we will alter our brain's hemisphere, lower our stress, discover an inner contact with a creative source, and have many creative insight. <clears throat> Yes, for many, yes, for any one of these reasons, the pursuit of, the pursuit is a worthy one. Even taking combinations, however, they are still intellectual constructs for what is primarily an experience of wholeness, uh, rightness, and power. We meditate to discover our own identity, our our right place in the scheme of the universe. Through the through meditation, we acquire and eventually acknowledge our own con our connection to an inner power source that has the ability to transform the outer world. In other words, meditation gives us not only the light of insight, but also the power of expansive change. Insight in and of itself is an intellectual comfort. Power and of itself is blind force that can destroy as easily as it builds. It only It is only when we consciously learn to link power and light we begin to feel our rightful rightful identities and create and creative beings the morning pages allows us to forge this link they pride us with a spiritual ham radio set to contact the creator within for this reason the morning pages are spiritual practice it is impossible to write morning pages for any extended period of time without coming into the contact with an unexpected inner power. Although I used them for many years before, I realized that I realized this. The pages are a pathway to a strong and clear sense of self. They are a trial that we follow into our own interior. <clears throat> where we meet both our own created, our creativity and our creator. Morning pages map out our interior. Without them, our dreams may remain terra incognita. I know mine did. Using them, the light of insight is coupled with the power for expansive change. This is very difficult to complain about a situation morning after morning, month after month, without being moved to construct it to constructive action. The pages leads the page lead us out of despair and into undreamed of into undreamed of solutions. The first time I did morning pages, I was leaving in Taos, New Mexico. I had gone there uh, to sort myself out into what I didn't know. For the third time in a row, I had a film scuttled due to the studio politics such disaster are routine to screenwriters but to me they felt like miscarriages cumulatively they commuted it says como it's cumulatively they were dis disastrous i wanted to give the movie the movies up movies had broken my heart i didn't want any more brain children to meet on 
on timely deaths. I'd gone to New Mexico to mend my heart and see what else, if anything, I might want to do. Living in a small adobe house that looked north that looked north to Teos Mountains, I began to a practice of writing morning pages. Nobody told me to do them. I had never heard of anyone doing them. I just got to I just got the insist insistent inner sense that I should do them. And so I did. I sat at a wood table looking north to the Teos Mountains and I wrote. The morning pages were my pastime, something to do instead of staring at the mountain all the time. The mountain, a humpbacked marble, different in every weather, raised more questions than I did. Wrapped in the clouds one day, dark and wet the next day, the mountains dominated my view and my morning pages as well. What did, what did it or anything mean? I asked, I asked page after page, morning after morning, no answer. And then one wet morning, a character named Johnny came strolling into my pages. Without planning to, I was writing a novel. The morning pages had shown me a way. The morning pages had shown me a way. Anyone who faithfully writes morning pages will be led to a connection with a source of wisdom within. When I am stuck with a painful situation or problem that I don't think I know how to handle, I will go to the pages and ask for guidance. To do this, I write LJ as a shorthand for me, little Julie, and then I ask my question. What should I tell them about this inner wisdom? Then I listen for the reply and write that down too. To do this, I write LJ, a shorthand for little Julie, and then I ask my question, LJ. What should I tell them about this inner wisdom? And then I listen for the reply and write down, write that down too. Answer, you should tell them everyone has a direct dial to God. No one needs to go through an operator. Tell them to try this technique with a problem of their own. They will. Sometimes, as above, the answer may... <laughs> Sometimes, as above, the answer may seem flippant or too simple. I have come to believe that the that seem is the appropriate word. Very often, when I act on the advice I have been given, it is exactly right. Far more right than something more complicated would have been. And so, for the record, I want to say pages are my way of meditation, med meditating. I do them because, the, because they work. A final obscurance, the morning pages will work for painters, for sculptors, for poets, for actors, for lawyers, for housewives, for anyone who wants to try anything creative. Don't think they are a tool for writers only. Huey... These pages are not intended for writers only. Lawyers who use them swear they make them more effective in court. Dancers claim their balance improves. And not just emotionally, if anything, writers who have a regrettable desire to write morning pages instead of just doing them may have the hardest time seeing their impact. What they're likely to see is that their own writing seems to suddenly be far more free and expansive somehow easy to do in short no matter what your reservation or your occupation morning pages will function for you timothy a buttoned down bun lip uh cormidian millionaire cormidian millionaire began writing morning pages with this with a skeptic's scorn he didn't want to do them without some proof that they would work. The damn pages had no labels, no done, and Bread Street rating. They just sounded silly, and Timothy hated silly. Timothy was in, was in street parlance a serious player. His poker face was so straight, it, it looked more like a, fire, a fireplace poker than a mere 
Card Sharp's defense. Practice for years in the in corporate boardrooms, Timothy invisibly invis invisible facade was dark, shiny, and expensive as mahogany. No emotion scratched the surface of this man's calm. He was a one man mounted to the masculine mystique. Oh, all right, Timothy agreed to the pages, but only because he had paid good money to be told to do them. Within three weeks, straight-laced, pinstriped, Timothy became a morning page advocate. The results of his work with them convinced he started, heaven forbid, to have a little creative fun. I bought a guitar strings for this old guitar I had laying around. He reported one week, and then he rewrote, and then he rewired my stereo. I bought some wonderful Italian recordings, although he hesitated to acknowledge it, even though himself, Timothy's writer's block was melting. Up at dawn, Georgina chant on the stereo, he was writing freely. Not everyone undertakes the morning pages with such uh, obvious antagonism. Philly's a, le a leggy racehorse socialite who for years had hidden her brains behind her beauty and her life behind her man's, tried the morning pages with a great deal of surface cheer and an inner conviction conviction they would never work for her that would never work and an inner conviction they would never work for her. It had been 10 years since she had allowed herself to write anything other than letters and bread and butter lists. About a month into morning pages, seemingly out of nowhere, Felice got her first poem. In the three years she has used pages since, she has written poems, speeches, radio shows, and nonfiction books. Anton, grumpy but graceful in his use of the pages, accomplished unblocking as an actor. Laura, talented but blocked as a writer, painter, and musician, found the morning pages, moved her to, moved her to her piano, typewriter, and paint supplies. While you may undertake this course with an agenda as to what you want to unblock, the tools may free creative areas you have long ignored or even been blind to. Inborg, using the pages to unblock her creative, Ingeborg, using the pages to unblock her creative writer, moved from being one of Germany's top music critics to composing her for the first time in 20 years. She was stunned and made several ecstatic transatlantic calls to share the good news. Often the students most resistant to morning pages come to love them the best. In fact, hating the morning pages is a very good sign. Loving them is a good sign too. If you keep writing even when you suddenly don't, a neutral attitude, the third position, but it is really just a defensive strategy that many mask boredom. The quotes are as such. Like an ability or a muscle, hearing your inner wisdom is strengthened by doing it. It is the it is in the knowledge of the uh, the genuine conditions of our lives that we must draw our strength to live in our reason for living. Putting it, painting it, is just another way of keeping a diary. Experience, even for a painter, is not exclusively visual. Boredom is just what's... Boredom is just what's the use in disguise. And what's the use is fear, and fear means you are secretly in despair. So put your fears on the page. Put anything on the page. Put three pages of it on the page. The, uh, okay, awesome. The artist date. 
The other basic tool of artist way may strike you as a non-tool, a diversion. You may see clearly how morning pages could work, yet find yourself highly dubious about something called an artist date. I assure you the artist dates, the artist dates work too. Think of this combination of tools in terms of a radio, excuse me, uh, terms of a radio receiver and transmitter. It is a two, is it, it is a two step, two directional process, out and then in. Doing your morning pages, you are sending, notifi notifying yourself and the universe of your dreams, dissatisfactions, hopes, Doing your artist dates, you are receiving, you are receiving, opening yourself to insight, inspiration, and guidance. But what exactly is an artist date? An artist date is a block of time, perhaps two hours weekly, specially set aside and committed to nurturing your creative consciousness, your inner artist. It is the most primary primary form. The artist date is an exclusion a play date that you pre-plan and defend against all inter interlopers. You do not take anyone on this artist date, but you and your inner artist, AKA your creative child. That means no lovers, friends, spouses, children, no taggers on of any stripes. If you think this sounds stupid or that you will never be able to afford the time, identify that reaction as resistance. You cannot afford not to find time for the artist date. Do you spend quality time with each other? Troubled couples are often asked by their therapist. Parents distribute parents of distributed children are asked the same the same thing. Well, what do you mean quality time? Is the usual we Weasley response. We spend a lot of time together. Yes, but it is a quality time. Do you ever have a, any fun together? The therapist may press fun. Whoever heard of having fun in a rotten relationship like this one? Do you go on dates just to talk, just to listen to each other? Dates. But we're married. Too busy, too broke, too, too scared, the, uh, the therapist may interpret. Hey, don't sugarcoat it. <clears throat> It is frightening to spend quality time with a child or lover or our artist can can be seen as both to us. A weekly artist day is remarkably 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 threatening and remarkably remarkably productive. A date with my artist? Yes, your artist needs to be taken out, pampered and this and listened to. There are as many ways to evade this commitment as there are days of your life. I'm too broke. It is the favored one. Although no one said the date needed to involve, uh, involve elaborate expenses. Your artist is a child. Time with a parent matters more than money's spent. A visit to a great junk store, a solo trip to the beach, an old movie seen alone together, a visit to an aquarium or an art gallery. These, co these cost time, not money. Remember, it is the time commitment that is sacred. In looking for a, a parallel, think of the child of, of, a of a divorce who gets to see a beloved parent only weekends. During most of the week, your artist in the your artist is in the custody of a stern workaday adult. <clears throat> Let me read that one more time. During most of the week, your artist is in the custody of a stern workaday adult. What that child wants is attention, not expensive outings. What that child does not want is to share the precious parent with someone like a new significant other, Spending time in solitude, ooh, spending time in solitude with your artist child is essential to self-nurturing a long country walk, a solitary expedition to the beach for a sunrise or a sunset, a sortie out, uh, sortie out to a strange church to hear gospel music, 
to an ethnic neighborhood to taste foreign sights and sounds, your artist might enjoy any of these. Or your artist might like bowling. Commit yourself to a weekly artist date and then watch your killjoy side try to wriggle, wriggle out of it. Watch how, watch how this secret time gets easily encroached upon. Watch how the sacred time suddenly includes a third party. Learn to guard against these invasions. Above all, learn to listen to what your artist child has to say on. Above all, learn to listen to what your artist child has to say on and about these joint expeditions. For example, oh, I hate this serious stuff. Your artist may exclaim in your persist in taking it, taking it only to grown-up places that are culturally edifying and good for it. Listen to that. It is telling you that your art needs more playful inflow. A little fun can go a long way towards making your work feel more like play. We forget that the imagination and the, the quotes are as such. The most potent muse of all is our own inner child. At the height, at the height of laughter, the universe is flung into a kaleidoscope of new possibilities. Let's say that one more time. At the height of laughter, the universe is flung into a kaleidoscope of new possibilities. The creation of something new is not accomplished by the intellect, but by the play instinct acting from inner necessity. The creative mind plays with the object it loves. We forget that the imagination at play is the heart of all good work. And increasing our capacity for good creative work is what this book is about. You are likely to find yourself avoiding your artist states. Recognize this, this resistance as a fear of intimacy, self-intimacy. Often in troubled relationships, we settled into an avoidance pattern with our significant others. We don't want to hear what they are thinking because it just might hurt. Excuse me. So we avoid them, knowing, knowing that. Once they get the chance, our significant others will probably blurt out something we don't want to hear. It is possible that they they will want an answer we don't have and can't give them. It is equally possible we might do the same to them and that then the two of us will stare at each other in astonishment saying, but I never knew you felt like that. It is probable that these self-disclosures, frightening though they are, will lead, lead to the building of a real relationship, one in which the part participants are free to be who they are and to be and to become what they wish. The possibility that makes the risk of self-disclosure and true intimacy profitable in order to have a real uh, real relationship with our creativity, we must take the time we must take the time and care to cultivate it. Our creativity will use this time to comfort us, to confine in us, to bond with us, and to plan what we think we need. We identify problem areas and concerns. We complain, uh, in, uh, enumerate, identify, isolate, and fret. This is step one. Analog, 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 analogous, analogous to prayer. In the course of the release and gendered by our artist date, two steps, we begin to hear solutions. Perhaps equally important, we begin to find or fund the creative reserves we will draw 
on and fulfill. Uh, let's try that again. Perhaps equally important, we begin to fund the creative reserves we will draw on in fulfilling our artistry, filling, filling the well, stocking the pond. An artist in, <clears throat> try that again, filling the well, stocking the pond. Art is an, an image using system. In order to create, we draw from our inner well, this inner well, an artistic reservoir is ideally like a well-stocked trout pond. We've got big fish, little fish, fat fish, skinny fish, and an abundance of artistic fish to fry. And artists, we must realize that we have to maintain this artistic ecosystem if we don't give some attention to upkeep. Our well is apt to become depleted, stagnant, or blocked. Any extended period of piece of work draws heavily our artistic well. Overtapping the well, like overfishing the pond, leaves us with diminishing resources. We fish in vain for the image we require. Our work dries up and we wonder why, just when it was getting going so well, the truth is that the, the, the truth is that work can dry up because it is going so well. As artists, we must, we must learn to be self-nourishing. We must become alert enough to consciously replenish our creative resources as we draw on them, to restock the trout pond, so to speak. I call this process filling the well. Filling the well involves the act of pursuit of images to refresh our artistic reservoirs. Art is, is born in attention. It is midwife, is detailed, Art may seem to spring from pain, but perhaps that is because pain serves to focus our attention on details. For instance, the excruciatingly beautiful curve of a lost lover's neck, the art may seem to involve bro uh, broad strokes, grand schemes, great plans, but it is the attention to detail that stays with us, the singular image of what haunts us and becomes art. Even in the midst of pain, this singular image brings delight. The artist who tells you different is lying. In order to function in the language of art, we must learn to live in the comfort and comfort comfortability. The language of art is image, symbol. It is the wordless language, even when our very art is to chase it with words. The artist's language is a sensual one, a language of felt experience. When we work at our art, we dip into the well of our experience and scoop our out images. Because we do this, we need to learn how to put images back. How do we fill that well? We feed it images. Art is an artist's brain pursuit. The artist's brain is our image brain. Home and, hev home and heaven to our best creative impulses. The artist's brain cannot be reached or triggered effectively by words alone. The artist's brain is the sensory brain. Sight and sound, smell, taste, and touch, these are the elements of magic. A magic and magic is the element of the element stuff of art. In filling the well, think magic, think delight, think fun. Do not think duty. Do not do not do what you should do. Spiritual sit-ups like reaching a dull but recommended critical text. Do what intrigues you. Explore what interests you. Think mystery, not mastery. Do what intrigues you. Explore what interests you. Think mystery, not mastery. A mystery draws us in, leads us on, lures us. A duty, just before I go... <clears throat> uh, here are the quotes. Every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. Wow. Every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up. During these periods of relaxation after concentrated intellectual activity, 
the intuitive mind seems to take over and can produce the sudden clarifying insights which give so much joy and delight. Younger self, who can be as bulky and stubborn as the most contecorous three-year-old. It is not impressed by words like a native or like a native of Missouri. It wants to be shown to arouse its interest. We must seduce it with pretty pictures and pleasurable sensations. Take it out. Take it out dining and dancing as it were only in this way can deep self be reached awesome <clears throat> a mystery draws us a draws us in leads us on lures us <clears throat> a duty may numb us out turns us off Tune us out. In filling the well, follow your sense of, of the mysterious. Not your sense of what you should know more about. A mystery can be simple, very simple. If I drive this road, not my usual road, what will I see? Changing a known route throws us into the now. We become refocused on the visible, visual world. Sight leads to insight. A mystery can be simpler even in that. In that, If I light this stick of incense, what will I feel? Scent is an often overlooked pathway to power, powerful associations and healing. The scent of the Christmas the scent of Christmas at any time of the year or the scent of fresh bread or homemade soup can nourish the hungry artist within. <clears throat> Some sounds lull us, others stimulate us. 10 minutes of meditation, five minutes of barefoot dancing to drum music can send our artist into its play fray day, refreshed. Feeling the well needed need not be all novelty cooking can fill the well when we chop and prepare and pair vegetables we do we do so with our thought as well remember art is an artist brain pursuit this brain is reached through rhythm through rhyme not reason scraping a carrot peeling an apple these actions are quite literal literally food for thought any regular repetitive action primes the well. Writers have heard many woeful tales of the Broadnet sisters and poor James Austin forced to hide their stories under their uh, under their needlework. A little experiment which some mending can cast a whole new light on these activities. Needlework by def definition regular and repetitive both soothes and stimulates the artist within the whole plot can be stitched up while while we sew as artists we can be very literal re we can very literal literally reap what we sow why do why do i get my best ideas in the shower and ex <laughs> and exacerbated einstein is said to have remarked Brain research now tells us that there is that that is because showering is an artist's brain activity. Showering, swimming, scrubbing, shaving, steering, steering a car, so many, so many S like yes words. All these are regular and repetitive activities that may tip us over from our logic brain into our more creative artist brain. Solutions to stick to sticky creative problems may bubble up through the dishwasher and merge on the freeway just as we're ex executing a tricky merge. Learn which of these work best for you and use it. Many artists have found it useful to keep a notepad or a tape recorder next to them as they drive. Steven Spielberg claims that he, that his very best ideas came 
have come to him as he was driving freeways. This is no accident. Negotiating the flow of traffic, he was an artist immersed in an oncoming, ever-altering flow of images. Images trigger the artist's brain. Images fill the well. Our focused attention is critical to fulfill the well. We need <clears throat> to encounter our life experiences, not ignore them. Many of us read compulsively, compulsively to screen our awareness. On a crowded, interesting train, we train our attention to a newspaper losing the sight and sounds all around us. All images for the well. Here's the contract. I blank understand, or in this case, I, Antonia Elena, understand that I am undertaking an intensive, guided encounter with my own creativity. I commit myself to the 12-week duration of the course. I, Antonio Lena, commit to weekly reading, daily morning pages, a weekly artist date, and the fulfillment of each week's tasks. I, Antonio Lena, further understand that this course will raise issues and emotions for me to deal with. I, Antonio Lena, commit myself to Excellent self-care, adequate sleep, diet, exercise, and pampering for the duration of the course. Signature date. Okay, let me go ahead and read these quotes. Nobody sees a flower. Really? It is so small, it takes time. We haven't had time. And to see, and to see takes time. Like to have a friend takes time. So you see, imagination needs moodling, long, inefficient, happy, idling, dawling, dwelling, yeah, and puttering. The true mystery of the world is the visible, not the invisible. Artist block is a very literal expression. expression. Blocks must be acknowledged and dislodged. Filling the well is the surest way to do this. Art is the Im imagination at play in the field of time. Let yourself play. The creativity contract. When I am teaching the artist's way, I require students to make a contract with themselves, committing to the work of the course. Can you give yourself that gift? Say yes by means of some small ceremony. Buy a nice notebook for your pages. Hire a babysitter ahead of, ahead of time for the weekly artist dates. Read the contract on the preceding page. Amend it if you like, then signed and date it. Come back to it when you need encouragement to go on. The last quote goes like this. Inside you, there's an artist you don't know about. Say yes quickly if you know. If you've known it from, if you've known it from before the beginning of the universe. Let me say that one more time. Inside you, there is an artist you don't know about. Say yes quickly if you know. If you've known it from before the beginning of the universe.